Hey pal, so I want to sit with you today and I honestly just want to have a heart to heart because I just see so many people in either business or ministry that are burning out and or falling or not finishing their race well and it absolutely breaks my heart. Um, and I'm not going to speak to all of that right now, but I do want to talk to you as a fellow Christian entrepreneur about preventing burnout so that you can you know, continue in the things that God has called you to do so that you can run your business well, so that you can run your race well, and you can finish the things that God has put on your heart to do so that when it's all said and done, you and I can stand before the Lord and hear, well done, my good and faithful servant, because we ran our race well and we didn't burn out. So listen in know that this is going to be some good tips, but really, I just want to speak to your heart today. Hey there, fellow entrepreneur. Welcome to Simple SEO and Marketing with me, Faith Hannon. Do you want to grow your business with organic marketing and finally feel like you can understand SEO? Are you scouring the internet for how to get more website traffic, SEO for dummies, and how to market on Pinterest? Have you tried to grow your business with SEO and blogging? only to get frustrated and quit because it's overwhelming and too time consuming. Been there. (laughs) Hey, I'm Faith Hannon, Jesus lover, copywriter, blogger, wife, wrangler of tiny humans, and barrel racer. And let me tell you, I didn't have time to waste sorting through SEO and keyword strategies that either didn't work or were so over my head I couldn't understand them. I honestly thought that SEO and blogging only worked for people with a PhD in tech jargon and a whole team of employees until I learned these secrets. Good SEO strategies don't have to be complicated and creating and marketing great content doesn't have to take more than a couple hours a week total. So pop in those earbuds, slam some coffee, and let's grow your business with simple organic marketing and a healthy dose of biblical encouragement along the way. Okay, so I want to start off with a funny secondhand Dave Ramsey quote that my husband shared with me because he loves the Dave Ramsey show. And I like it too. I just don't listen to as many podcasts as he does because I have tiny humans yelling at me all day. Not okay. I shouldn't say that. They're not yelling at me all day, but the amount of time that I have to devote to like listening intently to something is less than my husband. Anyway, so I guess this guy called into, or no, this employee quit or got fired or something that worked at the Dave Ramsey, um, company. And he's like, well, I'm just really burnt out. And Dave's like, uh, that's impossible. You were never on fire to begin with because <laughs> the guy was really lazy. And I know I completely butchered the quote and I'm going to hear about it from my husband later, but whatever. My point in saying all of that is this. I'm not talking to people who have never been on fire to begin with. Okay. I know as an entrepreneur, Your brain is probably, if you're anything like mine, like always coming up with new ideas. You're always thinking of things to improve on your business, things to do, like you're excited about this thing, or you were excited about this thing at one point in time. Maybe you're not anymore, or maybe you can see yourself headed down that track of not being excited about your business, or maybe you have some friends that have just like completely burned out. 
I don't know where you are. I would love to hear where you are if you just want to hop on Instagram or shoot me an email. But I want to talk to you today about just preventing burnout as a Christian entrepreneur, because I truly feel like the best cure is prevention, right? However, we say that with, you know, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Well, these tips will keep burnout away. All right. My number one tip for preventing burnout in any area, like as a minister or a Christian entrepreneur, is this to make time with the Lord for yourself more non-negotiable than anything else in your life. That means more non-negotiable and more of a priority than working on your business. If you are preparing sermons as a pastor or a teacher or whatever, like make time with the Lord for yourself more important than just message preparation. And I'll be honest, like it is absolutely a fight some days to get my time with Jesus. I have two small kids. One of them likes to wake up a little earlier than the other one. And I have to get up before they do to get good quiet time every day, just because by the time they're up, it's kind of crazy town. They're hungry. They need snacks. And if I don't have that time with the Lord first thing in the morning, like uh, I'm just not as good at anything. Right. And one of the questions that I try to ask myself on a regular basis, just to check in, like with me, like, am I honestly making the Lord a priority, not just in what I say, but when I, what I actually do. One of the questions I try to ask myself is this, do I know better Jesus right now? Do I know Jesus better right now than I did at the beginning of the year, at the beginning of the month, at the beginning of the week, and even the beginning of the day? Because I truly believe that if I cannot for myself answer that question, yes, I do know Jesus better then something needs to shift. Now, this is not to say that every day is perfect or every day I get to spend like four hours digging through scriptures and all my cool Hebrew books. I wish not the case. (laughs) Most days I get 30 minutes to 45 minutes of journal time, prayer time, and Bible reading time before my kid wakes up. And that's fine. I'm not saying that you have to spend four hours every day, but I am saying that it needs to be a priority to spend time with the Lord because as entrepreneurs, we can just get really driven. We want to go, we want to do, we want to, you know, succeed. And all of those things are amazing. But we have to remember, I have to remember, I'm a daughter of the king before I'm an entrepreneur. I have to serve him before I serve anyone else. Okay. Okay. Tip number two for preventing burnout as a Christian entrepreneur is this. Build your business around the life that you want. And don't just try to fit your business in the cracks. Don't try to fit your life, excuse me, in the cracks of your business. I talked more about this in episode 12, but oh, a couple of years ago, a friend of mine who was like, she was honestly the biggest and by far the best photographer in our area. She had, they moved her husband's job, moved them to a different part of the country and she had to move. And I had done some photography work with her. I'd second shot some weddings with her. And like, I know enough that I could get started. And I really seriously contemplated, you know, trying to take over some of her clientele or buy her business from her. But at that point I was like, listen, if I do this, if I do this business, if I do this photography business in this area, I'm going to be gone and working nights and weekends, which for some people that's perfect. But for me, I wanted to be home with my kids and my husband in the evenings and on the weekend. So I decided not to pursue that business because it didn't 
my life, the life that I wanted didn't fit with that business. Okay. So the third tip I have for you is this in preventing burnout is to manage your time wisely. And I know that is a very loaded tip because there's so much that goes into that. But one of the first parts about managing your time wisely is this, you need to honestly evaluate how much time you have to give to your business each week. Now, if you're anything like me, and I'm guessing you probably are, you enjoy your work. So I, I could work 30 hours a week easily on the parts of my business that I enjoy. Like I, there's, I just enjoy it, right? It's part of my gifting. It's part of my calling. Like so many aspects of my business are fun for me, but right now in this season of my life, I cannot put 30 hours a week towards my business. I'm a work at home mom of two little kids. I don't have 20 or 30 or 40 hours a week to work. In fact, I usually plan on working 12 to 15 hours a week, and that includes nap times. So you need, you need to evaluate that for you. I need to figure that out for myself. Nobody can figure that out for you, but you need to know how much time you have to work on your business each week and then make your work fit in those hours. Hey friend, I know that you're trying to grow your business, but does it feel like you're not really going anywhere? Did you know that we can fix the back end of your business so that you have some great SEO? Did you know that we can get you the right keywords and a stellar SEO strategy and actually help you grow faster? Did you know that was even an option? If you're thinking, oh my goodness, Faith, that would be amazing, then head on over to faithhannon.com slash coaching or click the link in the show notes. In just a one hour coaching call, we'll get you a marketing plan in a box with the exact right keywords that you need to be going for how and where to implement them, and at least three months of SEO-focused content all planned out for you. Go ahead and book a zero-obligation 15-minute discovery call stat, and we'll just sit down like two Sundry pals over coffee and chat about growing your business. Let's get your discovery call in the books now and get your marketing strategy headed in the right direction. Spots are limited, so don't wait. I, for one, cannot wait to help you. And I will tell you this tip that I figured out here. And jumpstart your business dream back Maybe a month or two ago. Like, I don't know why it took me so long to figure it out. But I have created a non-negotiable task list that I have to get done in my business each week. And then like a nice, but it doesn't absolutely have to happen list. Now, I'm not running a fluffy business here. Like, I'm not posting on social media every single day. I'm not like... I'm just, I'm running a pretty lean business right now, which is awesome. But like some of the things in my business that I was like, oh my gosh, I don't have time for this. I have, and I sat down and was like, okay, what are the biggest needle moving factors in my business every week, every month? Like what has to get done versus what are the like nice to do? Like they're still important. They're still going to help, help grow my business. But like, if they don't happen, life will go on. And I, I actually separated those tasks so that, you know, in theory, if I don't get the full amount of hours to work each week that I plan on, that I'm not freaking out and spending my time on the things that aren't as important. And this really and truly was just a game changer for me in like, okay, these things are most important. These things are less important. And it reduced my stress. I'll be quite honest. And the next part of this manage your time wisely tip is to create workflows. Now I will be 110% honest here. 
I really, really struggled to create workflows. Um, I honestly should do another podcast on this, but so many of the workflows and so many of the systems that I tried, like I can't, I tried Asana and ClickUp and Trello and like tried to follow other people's systems, tried to copy other people's systems, but like it didn't work for me. It took me a long time to create a system that really worked for me and for my brain and for my business. So don't feel bad if you're like, I don't even know what to do. And I will tell you where I learned, where I learned to create a workflow that finally works for my brain and my business to the point that I am able to do things in two hours that used to take me four hours, like literally that dramatic, not everything, but there truly are some things that are that dramatically different because, because I figured out workflows and I will tell you where I learned workflows. And that is from Chelsea Joe over at the systemize your life Academy. Now, if you've been around here for a minute, you've probably heard me talk about Chelsea Joe and talk about her systemize your life Academy. Like when I say it has really, really helped me get a handle on my home and my home management and my business and my workflows, I ain't lying. I mean, I don't call a ton of things life-changing, but it really like implementing the systems that she teaches really has helped change my life and my family's life and helped keep everything so much more manageable. And she is the reason that I can create a workflow because she taught it in a way that my brain grasped it. And I'm like, oh, amazing. I actually have a coupon code for you. If you'll check the link in the show notes, or if you just go to systemize your life Academy or chelseajo.co, I have a coupon code and it's faith 100. And then we'll get you a hundred dollars off of her course. Okay. It's not, it's not like a super cheap course. It is a, it's an investment, but so, so worth it for me. Okay. And helped me work my business better y'all. So the number four tip that I have for you in preventing burnout as a Christian entrepreneur is this, I want you to look at your business as part of your calling, but not your entire calling. Now we all have gifts that God has given us and the gifts of God are given without repentance. Romans eleven twenty nine 29 says that, and he has, he has given us each gifts for the building up for the equipping of the saints. And I absolutely 100% believe that so many of us have gifts to be used in the marketplace as Christian entrepreneurs, and they need to be used in the marketplace. Like there are people who will come in contact with you in the marketplace and your gifts that will not go in a church. And that's okay. You need to be using your gifts. Your business is part of your calling, but it's not your entire calling. Okay. I am a hundred percent. I'm a hundred percent. A lot of things today, (laughs) whatever. I'm just really excited about it. Okay, guys. But I am a huge proponent of getting plugged into your local church, like boots on the ground, butt in the chair, plugged into your local church and serving in your local church. Like I don't remember honestly, what the message was about, but I was, um, I had been coming to this church that we go to now for a year. I moved to college here, like was in the, in the church. Every time the doors were open, usually late, but I was there (laughs) and it was like September of my sophomore year of college or October. I was just finishing up with cross country season and my pastor preached some message about getting plugged in. I don't even remember what he said, but I, something he said caused the Holy Spirit to just drop in me that faith, you need to get plugged in 
and you need to start serving and pouring back into the church that has poured into you. And so as soon as cross country season was over, I went and started volunteering in the youth program and I have served, we, I served in the youth department as a volunteer for 10 years, I think maybe 11 and have been serving in my church since then. Like it has been an integral part of my growth spiritually and just practically in developing leadership skills. And I'm giving back and I'm pouring into God's house, y'all. And God not only honors that, but it is such a blessing and it is such an honor to get to, to get to serve God's people in God's house. So if you're not plugged in and serving in your local church, I would highly, highly recommend it. And it doesn't have to be anything fancy. Like honestly, door holding is serving, providing meals is serving. You know, there are a lot of things and a lot of ways that you can serve in your local church that don't require you to like change your whole life or don't require you to get in a pulpit. Like there are a ton of ways to serve in the local church. And I am a firm believer that you need to be serving in your local church. So I'll leave that there for you. But the number five tip that I have for you to prevent burnout is this. Don't be afraid to just get honest with your inner circle people. Now, I do not believe that you need to emotionally vomit all over social media. I, I'm i more of, of the, the thinking that it's sharing your scars is more beneficial than sharing your scabs. As far as like, if you're still processing something, if you're still going through something, if you're still in the middle of wrestling with something, you probably don't need to share that with the interwebs. Okay. You need to share that with your close friends, your inner circle friends. I mean, Jesus took Peter, James, and John with him to the garden of Gethsemane. He had 12 disciples, but he had three inner circle friends. He didn't take the 70 with him in his greatest time of need, he took three. And I truly believe that God wants us to have good inner circle friendships. And I actually have prayed for and have been blessed with some inner circle friends that know business. And so I can talk to them about business struggles. And it's so, so helpful for my soul. And the number six tip I have for you today is also kind of a hefty one. And it's this stay in your lane. You do not have to do everything the same way that everyone else does it. I know it can be a little bit intimidating, especially when you're first starting out in business, you're like, okay, this person did this thing and this thing and this thing and this thing. And they're on this platform and this platform and this platform. You know, you see these successful people, you know, with huge followings on all of these platforms. Well, you don't have to do it like that. Like you stay in your lane and do what God has called you to do. And you do it you in God's way. Okay. You are, you are not following somebody else's path necessarily. You are following the path that your creator has laid out for you from before the beginning of time. So if you don't want to be on Instagram, great. Don't be on Instagram, right? Like you don't have to do everything the same way that everyone else does it. And that is okay. And the second thing I want you to realize about staying in your lane is this, a lot of people have a team. <laughs> They're not doing it all on their own. And that's awesome. That's amazing. I'm excited for them. Like, I'll be honest, I'm really excited for the day that I have like a full on team. <laughs> right now, I have somebody that helps me edit and helps me with client blog, client blogs and client work. Great. I'm so excited for the time when I can have her help me with more stuff. When you stay in your lane and you focus on 
you know, using your gifts and not just trying to mimic everybody else's gifts, man, it gives you so, not only does it give you so much more freedom, but it makes things so much less stressful. And that doesn't mean that there aren't going to be aspects of your work that you're like, this is not very much fun, but try to minimize those aspects, right? Like try to capitalize on your strengths and then hire out your weaknesses <laughs> for the most part. Okay. All right. And the number seven and final tip I have for you today on preventing burnout as a Christian entrepreneur is this. Remember that love is our highest priority as followers of Christ. And I'm not saying that working on your business isn't loving. In fact, I think it is very loving to offer the gift that you've been given. But if you are working so much on your business or working so much on stuff that's not really in your lane, you're probably going to be a Krabby Patty real quick. Ask me how I know. <laughs> and, and I just want you to remember that you as a follower of Christ are called to follow Christ and live like him and love people like him first and foremost. And yes, your business and your gifts and callings are absolutely part of loving people well. They really are. But if you're so miserable in what you're doing, or you're not taking vacations because you're scared to stop working, or you know, you're just working 24-7 and not taking care of yourself physically or emotionally, something's wrong. <laughs> and you're not gonna be you're not gonna be super effective at your business, one. You're not gonna be a very nice human and you're gonna burn out. So Remember these tips. Um, maybe this is an episode that you need to save so that you can come back and listen to it if you just get frustrated <laughs> or you're like, I can't do this. But I want you to seriously try to implement these so that you don't get to the place of burnout in your business so that you truly are able to run your race well and finish the race and do the things that God has, had, has for you to do and do them well, Okay. I'm going to pray for y'all and then I'm going to say bye because I know you got, y'all got stuff to do and so do I, but father, I thank you that you would have us, you would show us how to create margin. You would show us how to create rhythms in our business and our lives. And you would show us how to honor you with every single detail in our lives and in our business, Lord, that we would, we would not just, you know, start off on fire and then fizzle out Lord, but that you would help us to stir up the gift imparted to us by the Holy Spirit and the laying on of hands and however you called us to do what we're doing. And Lord, I ask that you would surround us with good inner circle, Jesus loving friends and some business savvy friends, God, who are going to understand what we're going through because God, we want to finish this race. Well, we want to run this race well, and we want to honor you with our businesses and with our callings and, and in everything that we do, because Jesus, we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. You'll have a blessed rest of your week, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening in today. Hopefully, this episode gave you some really tangible tips for better SEO and marketing to get more leads and more sales from your website. If it did, can I ask you a quick favor? Would you please share this episode with a friend, and then just take 10 seconds and go leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. That is the very best way to help more Jesus-loving entrepreneurs scale their businesses so that they can help more people with their gifts and make an even bigger impact for the kingdom of God. And guess what? We now have a Facebook community where we can learn, hang out, and laugh. 
go join the Facebook group now. It's linked in the show notes. And all the other things, courses, coaching, and copywriting can be found at my website, faithhannon.com. Until next time, God bless, and I'll talk to you soon.